0: Welcome to CUCC's Sermons for Everyone. No matter who you are or where you find yourself on life's journey, we're glad you've tuned in, and we hope you find meaning in this week's sermon. Good morning. Today is the fourth Sunday in Advent. Let me take this off. The last Sunday before Christmas. Christmas Sunday. Next Sunday when we return to the sanctuary, it'll be the day after Christmas, and presumably most, if not all, the Christmas gifts will be opened, and the wrappings will be in the recycle already. The turkey or the ham or the roast beef will be the key ingredients of leftover sandwiches. If you didn't get all the errands done, tough, right? <laughs> what you see is what you get. I, I know we enjoy so many things about the holidays, but one that I enjoy as much or more than anything is the music. The Christmas carols. The songs that remind me of school days long ago. They start playing on the radio the day after Halloween. But honestly, I don't mind. Some of the old time singers that I remember so well. Bing Crosby, the old time cowboys, Gene Autry and Roy Rogers singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, Andy Williams, Tony Bennett, four tenors. I still get a chuckle out of hearing grandma got ran over by a reindeer. <laughs> of the four Gospels, Luke is the only one to speak of Mary's song. Her words are found in Luke 1 to 55. Mary is visiting with her cousin Elizabeth the mother of John the Baptist. At that visit, Elizabeth asked in verse 43, how could this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Well, Mary's song of praise goes like this. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, because he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, because he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is from generation to generation on those who fear him. He has shown might with his arm. He has scattered the proud, in the conceit of their heart. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has given help to Israel, his servant, mindful of his mercy, even as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his posterity forever. May God's blessing be added to the reading, the hearing, and the keeping. Of his holy word. There's a few songs that you're hearing today that are based on this scripture. Mary's song, or Breath of Heaven, will be performed by our bell choir. And Carol, and share with us Mary Did You Know, and her postlude Gentle Mary. This passage is also known as the the prayer of Mary, wherein she tells of her humility as a handmaiden of the Lord, a servant of the Lord. It's known as the Magnificat, one of the great hymns of the church. This passage is not only significant just because one of the great hymns of the church was written because of it, it's significant because it's also known as one, if not the most revolutionary documents in the world. Interesting, isn't it? It speaks of three of the revolutions of God. And the first one of which it speaks is where he says he scatters the proud in the conceit or or plans of their heart, a moral revolution. In Barclay's daily Bible study, he tells that Christianity is the death of pride because if a man sets his life beside that of Christ, it tears the last vestiges of pride from him. And he tells this story of something that happened to a man which showed him that his actions were actually shaming him. A short story from O. Henry told about a lad who was brought up in a small village. In school, he used to sit beside a girl, and they were very fond of each other. He went to the city later on, and he fell into evil ways, becoming a pickpocket and a petty thief. One day, he grabbed an old lady's purse, was clever work, and he was so pleased with himself. Then he saw coming down the street this girl who who he used to know, still sweet with the radiance of innocence, and all of a sudden, he saw himself for what he was. Burning with shame, he leaned down his head and confessed, God I wish I could die. He saw himself for what he was. Christ lets a man see himself as he is, and a moral evolution begins that very instant. The second revolution inside this scripture is the line, he casts down the mighty, he exalts the humble. A social revolution an interesting story that kind of explains this again from Berkeley there was a wandering scholar in the Middle Ages and he was very poor in an Italian town he took ill and was taken to a hospital for waifs and strays the doctors were discussing his case in Latin never dreaming that he, this miserable soul could understand. They suggested that since he's such a worthless, worthless wanderer, they might use him for medical exper- uh, experiments. He looked up and he answered them in their own tongue, "Call no man worthless for whom Christ has died. In other words, There is no common man in Christ's eyes, is there? And the third revolution from this passage the line, He has filled those who are hungry, those who are rich, He has sent empty away. An economic revolution. For a Christian society like ours, (laughs) is one where no man dares to have too much, while others have too little. Did you know that when we bring food on the fourth, like today, to share our bounty with those who are hungry and the gift cards so that we bring that the kids told you about, so that we who have much can share with those who have little, We're actually fulfilling the words of the Magnificat. Interesting. Herein lies the answer to why we are a Christian society. Our bell choir is sharing the music of the Magnificat, Mary's Prayer, or Song of Praise. And here are the words. Here's our story in another version I've traveled many moonless nights, cold and weary, with a babe inside. And I wonder what I've done, Holy Father, that you have come and chosen me now to carry your son. I'm waiting in a silent prayer. I'm frightened by the load I bear. In a world as cold as stone, must, must I walk this path alone? Be with me now, breath of heaven. Hold me together. Be forever near me. Enlighten my darkness. Pour over me your holiness, for you are holy. Do you wonder as you watch my face if a wiser one should have had my place? But I offer all I am for the mercy of your plan, breath of heaven. And then the word, words to Carol's prelude this morning. Mary, did you know that one day your baby boy would work, walk on water? That your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? That your baby boy has come to make you new? That this child that you've delivered will soon deliver you? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to a blind man? That he will calm the storms with his hand? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? And that when you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God? Mary, did you know The blind will see and the deaf will hear and the dead will live again. The lame will leap. The dumb will speak the praises of the Lamb. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation? That he would one day rule the nations? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb that the sleeping child that you're holding is the great I am Mary did you know every parent when their child is born has to wonder what child is this what is his or her future Will I be a good parent? Can I be everything? Can I provide everything that this child needs? What will their interests turn out to be? Will they love music, or mathematics? Maybe they'll be a teacher, maybe trains. Maybe they'll like cooking, maybe they'll be a chef. Whatever. Will I be able to teach them? And what an awesome miracle when a child is born. We pray for a healthy babe and vow to take good care no matter what. And aren't we lucky to have all kinds of medical help and support available even before the baby is born. Thank God for all the, all you doctors and nurses and hospitals and all the other health care options that are at our fingertips. Not so in Jesus' time, and more so than even just a few years ago. Thank you, God. We are so blessed. So while Mary was sure that this child she carried was so very special, surely she didn't know how truly special he was. Well, we're also thankful for the music of Christmas, the stories they tell that remind us of the so many things that we enjoy about the Christmas season. I know that COVID COVID-19 is at the forefront of all our lives the past couple of years, but it can't dim the memories of Christmas's past. Days of our childhood, of our loved ones now gone. The blessings that we have received over the years. Not so much the presents, maybe the baby doll or the Schwinn bike that you were looking for. But you remember the people the faces that were so loved and so a part of our lives. During this past week, before Christmas Eve and Christmas Day 2021, make make good memories with your friends and your family. One of my hopes is that here at church, we assist in making memories for our children, memories that they will keep and treasure all their lives to share with their own children and grandchildren when all of us are long gone. The light in a child's eyes is all it takes to make Christmas a magical time of year. They're your kids. They're our kids, too. Whatever it takes to make your Christmas holy, enjoyable, and whatever inspires you, Make the most of it. Amen.